How's it going, lovebirds? You are now tuned in to the podcast that brings you relationship advice from real relationship experiences. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr. And on today's episode of the Good Relationships Podcast, I have a very special guest for you coming straight out of Southern California, Bree DeLong. She is a body positivity enthusiast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for inviting me on the show. For sure, for sure. I know it's taken us a few months to actually have something. All the things. Technical problems. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but I, I think that, you know, timing is perfect and and right now, especially since it's warmer out and we're both feeling a lot better and excited about the topic of today. And I know this one is something that everyone, I don't want to say everyone, because hopefully not everyone can relate to it. But if someone has experienced this in the past, then I know that it's just going to be really good for them to hear what you have to say. So um, episode 39, the aftermath of a cheating ex. Yay. (laughs) 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 I know, right? But before we get into the questions, I just wanted to ask, you know, what kind of things do you have going on right now? Um, you know, share a little bit about yourself with the lovebirds and yeah. Oh, you know, just uh, living the 25-year-old dream of, you know, graduated college. I have a degree uh, in sociology. I don't really know what to do with it, but, <laughs> uh, you know, so kind of just... I love um, I love animals, and I foster for the animal shelter. That's my biggest passion right now. So that's kind of what I'm pursuing as far as a, a career. But to make money and have time for traveling and fostering and everything, I'm just actually waitressing right now, which if anyone in the service industry knows, is very difficult to leave because, uh, you know, the money and the, and the, and the, uh, the time off allotted is, you know, great. Mm. So, yeah, and then, uh, like I said, I like to model for fun. I wouldn't really say that I am a – you know, professional yet, but, um, it's really helped me with, you know, my, like my body consciousness and being positive and, uh, really given me a whole nother outlook on life. And it's actually, as far as feedback that I've gotten, like just from Instagram and my friends has really changed a lot of people's lives too, to, uh, like the positivity reflects on them and it makes them, you know, want to love themselves more as well when they see that, you know, if their friend can do it, then they can do it. And, uh, yeah. So, Passion for animals, waitressing, and sometimes taking modeling pictures. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, that it was definitely well worded, and I think it's really awesome that you have people who look up to you and everything you're doing in terms of body positivity and going after what you believe in. So, um, yeah, let's get into the questions. That's how we always do it here on the podcast. And like I said, feel free to just share it all if you need to I know that this is a very um kind of sensitive subject I know it is for me at least and probably a lot of people so yeah let's just let's just have fun with this one yeah it's not, <laughs> as much fun as possible I'm like yeah, right. it's definitely uh sad to say it's pretty relatable for a lot of people just mm-hmm. I don't know why it, it sucks that you know this is this is what happens but you know it, get your advice out there and maybe it could help somebody else you know all right let's do it so question number one is what did you learn from your experience with your ex uh well I don't want to say you know oh too good to be true but if 
a hundred percent of the things that somebody in your relationship is is making it seem too good to be true and you still have a gut feeling that something's off something's wrong and you're trying to convince yourself every day that it is just as good as it seems but your gut's telling you it's not then there's probably something that's not perfect and uh you know don't take your feelings um too lightly a lot of times I feel like your body and your mind and your spirit will naturally tell you when something is wrong and you'll want to believe you're crazy other people will tell you you're crazy and you know what sometimes maybe you are wrong maybe you're (laughs) overthinking it that happens but I feel like a lot of the times especially with myself my gut has been correct and uh, I always chose to push it away and ignore it and you know tell myself that I was just overthinking things and that all the little pieces I was adding up in my head were just coincidence. And, you know, in the situation turns out they weren't, um, the, you know, the, the things that I found and, you know, the, the lies that I caught all were adding up to just one big truth of that. He wasn't loyal, that he was, you know, extremely, extremely manipulative and uh, was gaslighting me the whole time. So, Mm-hmm. you know i i learned to trust my gut instinct more than i ever ever thought i would and uh you know i don't want to say like every time you have a gut feeling about something then you're probably right but if it's been things over and over again that have added up to you know something that seems off then you're you're probably right you should probably stick to that gut feeling and you know don't let your guard down what what is gaslighting if you don't mind sharing so there's actually this really old famous movie about it and it's it's basically um my best definition of it is somebody trying to convince you you're crazy when they're oh. doing something wrong so they make you feel like everything that you're thinking is wrong and that you know all the all the little things you found about them being unfaithful or even you know them being I mean the whole plot of the old movie is like a murder like the guy's trying to get the woman's <laughs> money and it's like not anything to do with cheating but people can gaslight you into anything like your friends can gaslight you into thinking that, you know, you're, you're supposed to be like, you're not part of their friend group or that like you're, you know, not good enough for them. And uh, gaslighting in a relationship is pretty much you bring up that you saw maybe texts from another girl on his phone or that you, you know, have suspicions of, you know, him cheating or being unfaithful. And they're like, no, you're crazy. You're just imagining that like, you know, it's all in your head and that's gaslighting is pretty much they'll convince you that you're crazy because they just keep repeating it. And they pretty much put in your head like you're crazy. You're the one that's in the wrong. You're imagining things and you start to believe it because, you know, either you're in love with them or you're not sure of yourself or you don't have enough hard evidence to really prove what you thought you saw. And so they'll gaslight you into thinking that you're the crazy one. Wow. So, no, that's yeah. Which, yeah. It's terrible because it's really hard to convince yourself after all of that, that you weren't crazy, even after you bring out hard facts and hard evidence. And in my situation, you talk to the other women that were a part of this horrible situation and they send you the screenshots and you guys talk on the phone for hours about, yeah, I ended up, that's how I found out. I ended up, sadly, I met, you know, some amazing women through this in the worst circumstance, but we all had this hard evidence of what he was doing and, how he was hurting us and the fact that he had multiple women in his whole like manipulation scheme and that he was all telling us the same thing, copy paste word for word. 
And even after all of this evidence came out, it was still so hard to convince myself that he was in the wrong because he had convinced me all these months that I was crazy and that I was imagining it. And it was successful gaslighting. I mean, all these other women who are still trying to get over it, uh, I'm sure they feel the same way. And I'm sure in a lot of relationships where they leave you without that closure because you catch them cheating and then they have no, you know, they have nothing to back up that they aren't, you still feel crazy. And that's the worst part about gaslighting is that even after it's resolved and you know that you were right, you still feel like you did something wrong. So it's like almost like an abusive relationship, but a mentally abusive, like there was no physical abuse or anything like that. But gaslighting is a mentally abusive thing that can happen in a relationship. And it happens to a lot of people without them realizing it. And it takes a long time after a relationship to get over it and realize that you were not wrong. They cheated on you. They were wrong. There was evidence. There's everything, you know, and you weren't crazy. And that's the hardest thing to convince yourself after is that you weren't crazy because they spent months convincing you that you were, or maybe even years for some people. Mine was months. But yeah, that's no, I can definitely see how that could play out, especially if you're, you know, inside of the the bubble and, you, you you know you have strong feelings for them and it'd be kind of tough to kind of like take all the information and even want to believe it you know so no I can definitely see that what what would you have done differently like would you have done anything differently in that situation if you could go back to when you first you know discovered the unfaithfulness so I really wish that I maybe would have looked more into this guy's background before I started dating him. Um, I know that you just had a recent podcast about like social media and relationships. And that's exactly how I found out about his unfaithfulness. Mm. The multiple times pretty much I found out. And um, I wish that I'd maybe just done a little bit more digging into who he was over social media before I agreed to meet him and date him and practically fall in love. Uh, because the girls he was dating or girl who you know that didn't know the exact number had him on their profiles had them you know but I just didn't bother to I don't I don't have to say I want to say I should have stalked his entire <laughs> social media and like really dug deep into making sure because I, I, I always you know think the best of someone before they give me a reason not to so I trusted that this guy who had been pursuing me for almost a year had been single and he had he had had a girlfriend the whole time and if I would have just looked into that maybe I would have found it beforehand and I could have told her and I could have prevented myself from ever falling for this guy and getting in as deep as I did but I trusted him I finally agreed to meet him and it seemed perfect like amazing romantic like everything seemed great like flew me to New York to meet him and he lived in LA but was working in New York flew me there And it it just seemed like when I got there, he was the perfect gentleman and, you know, everything was great. He didn't like text suspiciously. He didn't seem preoccupied with somebody else. And I don't know how he was able to manage that with other girls and me. And I just wish that when I had started seeing the signs, like him making weird excuses up for not wanting to hang out or him being very, very specific about like what time I'd come over or what time he'd come over. Um, I always just thought it was because he was busy at work, but turns out he was just trying to juggle 
what time he'd see these women and what time they'd come over so that no one ever like crossed each wow. other. And uh, yeah, I wish I would have taken that and maybe thought more about why is he doing that and not just work. But again, trusted him, gave him benefit of the doubt that he was just busy. Um, and then when I finally, a couple months after we started dating, found like legit text messages of him texting multiple other girls and saying very inappropriate things that you wouldn't say when we had established at this point we were exclusive. Um, I wish I wouldn't have let him convince me that it wasn't as big of a deal as it was because I confronted him about the texts. Um, and I didn't like go through his phone or anything like that. We were watching Netflix on his phone and he got a text and it was from a girl that I don't even remember exactly what it said, but it was inappropriate. And I opened it. I was like, I my this is my boyfriend I'm going to open this text so I opened it and just found about five or six different message threads um from different women that like I said were extremely inappropriate for having a girlfriend and uh instead of I wanted to just it was it was late but I wanted to call these women and see what was going on but I wanted you know I gave again him the benefit of the doubt let him explain to me and he came up with this sob story about you know, how he thought that I was going to leave him and realize I was too good for him. And so these girls were people he had talked to before and just wanted some like reassurance for himself that like, if I ever did leave him, he has a backup plan and made me feel, made me feel guilty. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I would, I don't think I'm better than you, but God, so stupid to think about it now. But, uh, you know, it turns out it was just the other girls he was dating, the other girls he was hooking up with. And one of them was even somebody telling him to get out of her life because she needed to move on and you know him texting her all the time was not helping and I just have no idea who that was it wasn't any of the women I talked to um so I wish I would have taken the that at that time those messages I found and his excuse and I would have just I would have left I should have ended it there I should have realized that his excuse was not valid and that having a backup plan is not okay but I didn't I gave him another chance and he worked harder than ever to uh, make sure that I felt like I was his only one and I was special and that he was there all in for me. He got my forgiveness back and then I would find something else. And I just wish that every time I found something, I wouldn't just let him convince me again that I was the crazy one and that what I found wasn't valid. Um, because I could have gotten myself out a lot sooner. And I know that he's really good at this because he did it to me. He did it to the other girls he was dating. And he's still continually, I'm sure, doing it. I've since blocked him on everything. I don't want to see what he's doing at this point. I can't. I have to move on. So it's, this is just his game. Um, but I wish I would have, you know, ended the game with me before it mm. started. And, you know, that's what I would go back and do is tell myself you're not crazy. It's exactly what it looks like. Don't let him convince you otherwise and leave. But I didn't. I think that's, you know, amazing advice, really, especially, you know, being out of the situation. It it takes a lot to even look back on that situation and and even say that because that, I mean, it sounds like you experienced a lot, especially giving someone the benefit of the doubt. Well, I can't imagine, you know, what you were going through to still give someone a chance like that and it kind of just shows just how good of a person you are and, and how much you want to, you know, experience a really good relationship, even even if it seemed 
like he was not being truthful and, and such. So, yeah, I, I definitely I definitely have a lot of respect for you in, in that light. Yeah, well, thank you. It's it's definitely hard to look back at the things that I found and the things that I heard and not want to, like, slap my past in the face and be like, what were you thinking? Like, come on, look, listen, if this was your best friend telling you, like, oh, today I found these text messages on his phone or today I found some other girl's lingerie in his room. Today I found all these things that I found with a clear mind and out of the relationship make absolutely no sense that I stayed. It doesn't. I mean, I even had his roommates who are his best friends uh, hinting at me that I wasn't the only woman in his life and I chose to ignore them and just believe him. And I, I don't know why, when, why would his practically best friends be ratting on him and it's like i think they were tired of his, his, mm-hmm, his shit too mm-hmm. they were like they're like i don't they're they were tired of it um and you know i never realized too like i don't want to hold anybody's past against them especially if it was you know them bettering themselves but he did used to be uh he was out of na like he used to be you know addicted to drugs and had this terrible past And he had been sober for all this time and really had built himself back up. And so I just wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I didn't want to hold that past against him. But sadly, like, he had been lying his whole life and was so good at it at this point that he just now, his new addiction was using women Mm. and getting them to fall in love with him. So he knew he wouldn't be lonely. And then if they left him, whatever, he had another one on the side. And I said, I never want to hold someone's past against them. And when I tell people like, oh, yeah, he used to do this and this and they're like well why would you date him I'm like because he's sober now and he's good and you know he's he's come up from a lot and so maybe I thought that would make him more humble and make him you know have more respect for relationships and life and it ended up just being the opposite like he's only in it for himself now he's so used to just manipulating people and lying that that's he's never going to get over that addiction like that addiction will never leave him like he might not be drinking or doing drugs anymore but his other addictions to lying and using people for his own personal gain is, isn't Mm. gone. So like I said, now being out of the relationship and thinking again about all the things I found and the things his best friends were telling me and the lies that he'd come up with that didn't seem right. It just, it's so obvious to me now. It's like, why didn't you see that? But when you really care about somebody and you don't want to lose all the good things you have with him, even if they are fake, you'll ignore all the bad Mm. things just because you want to hold on to what you think is the truth, even though it's all a lie. It's, you know, it's hard to tell yourself that. How, how has life been different for you after the situation? Um, Well, I think with, you know, after any breakup, you know, after, after I left and just finally had the evidence I needed to be like, you know, I, you can't convince me anymore. I'm, I'm literally talking to the other person you were dating. And I, I've seen evidence of you dating more people. Like, it's all right here. This is it. I'm out. I'm done. Um, you know, you have, to, you have to heal yourself from that. I've been definitely a little bit more closed off for a while, just kind of needing to keep to myself. And, um, you know, I had a while there where I was just, you know, extremely upset and like depressed over the situation. And it wasn't like I was missing him, but I finally thought that like, after a really long time of being single that I'd, I'd found the person I was going to be with for forever. Like, that's exactly how he made me feel. And I had to get over that. I had to go back to living the way that I was used to and, uh, just 
get used to being on my own routine again and giving up on the idea that I had finally found like my forever. If That sounds so corny, but you know, <laughs> um, so it's been, yeah, it's been a few, I, I broke up with him in March, so it hasn't been a really long time, but over the course of that time, it's been just me getting back to my old routine of, you know, hanging out with my friends, trying to travel more, making plans. Um, I just started dating again, which has been interesting because, you know, I want to open up, but I feel super closed off and, you know, I meeting some great people and I'm not really nervous anymore for these first dates and for getting to know somebody, but it's like opening up completely. That's been kind of hard because I'll start seeing little signs in a guy that I start dating that remind me of my past and they'll turn me off from it and uh like I said I don't want to bring like my past into these new relationships but they're still like simple signs that I'm like okay I don't really like that you know I'm not saying like oh well my ex cheated on me so you are too Mm -hmm. it's just it kind of has given me a new like perspective on not wasting my time Uh, trying to force something to work if I already find signs that it won't or that I feel like I'm trying too hard to like somebody Mm -hmm. uh, and I like want things to change like you just shouldn't do that so um, yeah I've been just getting back to my old routine getting you know I'm, I'm happy again I'm back out with friends traveling concerts going to the gym you know all the things that you do to kind of like recover after any type of loss whether it's heartbreak or loss of family member or just you know you've been upset uh big life changes so yeah I mean it's been I'm kind of just getting back to my normal routine and trying to push that out of the way and not like forget that it happened I learned my lessons but just kind of get him out of my head completely so that I can move on to a new relationship take what I've learned and use that for the future but not hold grudges against other people right right now that's I think that's really, really good. Like, that's a really solid way to heal from that relationship and to uh, have a new perspective on life and just slowly easing into it and not really forcing yourself. So I think that's that's really good. What, what advice <laughs> would you have for someone else who may be in a similar situation? And this is the, uh, this is the last question I have for you today. Okay. <laughs> um So kind of like what I said, always trust your gut in the end. um, You know, even, even if you end up being wrong, which you, sometimes you can be wrong, your gut can be wrong. But if you are constantly have that gut, like retching feeling in your stomach every time they're not around or you see something and it just makes you feel uneasy, whether you're right or wrong, that, that relationship's probably not the healthiest for you. And you should probably either try and fix it by communicating with them or you should leave because it's not healthy it I mean I was losing weight and not the healthy weight because every time I wasn't around him I I was afraid that he was you know being unfaithful and he was um but it made me not fully enjoy life after a while because all I was thinking about was him and worried about him and checking up on every little thing on his social media trying to find and I mean I'd always find something suspicious but I didn't we had just gotten over fighting about something else I'd found or he had just convinced me that you know like I was wrong about something I found so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. bring it up but it would totally it would ruin my day it would ruin my week and just my advice would be 
if you think you're right, you either need to investigate further, find the evidence you need without being too invasive and, you know, if, if it's happening, it's going to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with social media With social media now, it's so much easier to cheat, but it's also way easier to get caught. Like, nothing is hidden. Um, if a girl is with a guy, she's going to post it. Guys won't I've noticed guys don't usually post very much about girls they're with if they're cheating because, you know, that right. doesn't make any sense. But uh, a girl's going to post and you're going to find it. And if you find it, you're not crazy. Or, you know, don't, don't like I said, make yourself think you're crazy. Don't let them think you're crazy. Say something. And if you feel like it's not a reoccurring thing, then you need to get out. And, you know, I don't want to say once a cheater, always a cheater, because I do believe people can change. But as far as I know, he's not changing. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, And also, I think what I'm really thankful for is that once the other girl he was uh, – hurting and abusing in this situation found out about me uh she told me she she was super brave and you know put herself in a super vulnerable position and told me everything and you know it's people sticking together like I'm not I just don't want to say like women sticking together because men mm-hmm. can do it too if they see something that they know like their friends getting cheated they or you know they find out that their girls dating multiple guys like they should say something like I don't want people to think, well, it's not my business. It's like, but it is your business. You don't want people to be hurt the way you are. And that's what this girl did for me. She told me everything she presented to me. And like I said, it sucks that this way we met because she's a great girl. And um, I just think that, you know, you don't want other people to get hurt the way that you were. So I think you should say something. The worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to say, oh, you're crazy. And they're going to they're going to side with the man that they're with. And that's fine that's their own deal but I think that if you see some if you see wrong you should say what you see and you should you know stick by what you would want someone to do for you so that's another piece of advice you know don't don't get bitter and then just let them be hurt just because you were hurt and you think it's not your problem it's like it's also your problem and you know that you would have wanted been told I would have wished I was told earlier if they you know if someone else would have known but you know, I said, if you see something, mm-hmm. say something, because the worst thing that's going to happen is that person won't want to talk to you, but it really won't matter because. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you might be helping know. them out like you could be doing them a big favor, even if they don't know it yet or even appreciate it yet. Like, hopefully they'll look back on it and, and show some kind of appreciation for taking, you know, showing them some kind of light out of a situation that could really put them in an even darker place. Yeah. And even if they don't believe you or choose not to believe what you tell them, they're going to know when they see the evidence for themselves that you were right and they can do with it what they want. But, you know, I just don't feel like it'd be fair to know you're someone else is being used the exact same way you were and not say anything, especially if they overlap. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. If I if I saw he was dating someone like a year from now, I'm not going to approach her and be like, by the way, a year ago. This is mm-hmm. what he did. But, you know, his last couple of relationships, we all overlapped. So, of course, we were going to say something when he's dating, like, multiple of us at a time. And I'm like, oh, he said he was in this state working. She goes, no, he was with me. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, 
you know, he was with me on this day that he told you he was, you know, it's, it's all like at the exact same time. That's when I think obviously it should be said. Um, but, you know, don't go out of your way for like years from now. If I see him dating somebody, I'm not going to be like, oh, a couple <laughs> years ago, this is right. what I did because that, ju- that just makes right, me look right. But, you know, I just think if it feels like you should say something, then you should. Uh, don't let them think that you're crazy and you're not like if you if you have proof and validation and a gut feeling about it you're not crazy and you know what even if you are crazy that relationship's not healthy for you mm-hmm. get out like even if you're completely wrong about everything just get out because that relationship's never mm-hmm. gonna work you can't be constantly thinking someone's gonna be cheating on you and put yourself it's just gonna make for an unhealthy relationship so just get out <laughs> get out <laughs> know your get worth out know your worth and yeah. get out yes it's like no there's so many people in this world you'll find somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just get out if you're not happy and if things aren't salvageable at that point and you're it's something big like cheating just get out i know it's hard but you're gonna be so much better in the long run instead of marrying them having kids like getting through some serious stuff and then finally finding out like definitely they were cheating and then it's just so much harder to get out at that point yeah yeah that'd be a whole different situation yeah well yeah but that's my advice yeah thank you i mean (laughs) yeah i hope not and i mean i think you shared like your story basically shared a lot in terms of like what people probably have gone through and what they can expect after the situation and what they should expect whenever they know someone going in that situation. I think you cover like pretty much everything that needs to be be heard for someone who's either dealing with someone who may be, be unfaithful or just getting out of that situation. So I, I truly appreciate you for sharing your story and sharing everything that you did. Um, I Yeah, I can't. I'm excited to see kind of like the feedback that we get from this, this, um, this podcast, because there hasn't been anyone on the show yet who's shared the way you have in in your story. So thank you again for being on the show. And if you have any last words to share with the lovebirds, please go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, thanks again for inviting me on. I feel like, um, People are either going to relate to my story or they're going to say, well, you should have seen the signs. Like, I don't know why you didn't leave. It's your fault. And it's like, yeah, you know, you know, it is. It is. It is um, my fault for not leaving. But also, you know, love will make you do stupid stuff. And when you care about somebody and you think that that's deep down what you want and it's not and you have to admit to yourself that you're wrong, which being wrong is the hardest thing for some people to admit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's hard, but you move on from it um you find somebody else and you try again and you try again until you're happy and so my advice is if you're not happy make yourself happy. (laughs) kind of i'm like make yourself happy first like don't be selfish but if you're not happy don't sacrifice your happiness for somebody else because there's somebody out there that your happiness and their happiness within themselves will come together and you'll create a a great relationship, but you shouldn't have to make the other person happy and they shouldn't have to make you happy. It should be a joint effort. And if, if there's something off, fix it or, or leave. And, and I know it's hard to leave, but just leave. It's, it's not worth it. And uh, that's kind of how I ended up coming into my like body positivity thing where I wasn't happy with 
my body. I wasn't happy with how unhealthy I was being. And it wasn't that like, I didn't, I didn't like myself being overweight. It was like, I just knew I wasn't taking care of the body that I was given. Um, started taking care of it. And I'm not like in perfect physical shape now, but I actually love the way I feel and the way I look just because I learned to love what I've been given and what I'm capable of. So I think that that happiness and that positivity should be projected onto relationships as well. So if you're not happy in a relationship and things aren't fixable, just get out because it's going to just take everything else in your life and make it negative and it just goes downhill from there. You just, you want to keep moving up and moving forward. And if you're moving backwards and you're feeling down, that's not the relationship for you. So hopefully this advice helps people and uh, gets them out of the same situation if they're in it or keeps them from going as far as I did in the relationship that uh, I was in. So, yeah. Well, I, I know it will definitely help a lot of people. I know the lovebirds will most definitely appreciate everything you shared. I know I appreciate it. And so thank you again. Thank you, Lovebirds, for listening as always. I'm sh- I would love to have you on the podcast again sometime in the future, Bree. And everyone, as always, stay blessed, not stressed. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>